Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Phil Switch. I am Phil Carut, and I am joined by my fearless co-host, Brock Tamarino. The Phil Switch podcast is brought to you by Sal's Tire Caps. Sal's Tire Caps. I am Spartacus. Hey, Brock. How's it going? Got the uh, old election coming up here. This is actually being recorded on election day, so... When you hear this a few days from now, Election Day will have already passed, and maybe there will be tears, maybe there won't. Maybe people will be screaming uselessly into the air. Maybe they won't be. Who knows? It's all very exciting times. Anyway, Brock, Election Day today, and uh, producer thought he would have us bring in a guest who is here right now. Uh, Our guest is Bob. Uh, Bob is a, um, as our producer referred to him as, he is an election strategist. Apparently Bob has a lot of experience, I'm guessing. Our producer booked him and our producer is always trustworthy um, when it comes to booking guests. So, uh, but before we get to Bob, sorry, Bob, hope you don't mind. Um, Brock, how have you been doing? Uh... You know, I I would like to say that when you ask me how I'm doing, uh, I really wish I had a different answer prepared every time, but it's kind of basically the same. I, uh, you know, I'm always doing okay, I suppose. Uh, same old, same old. I, uh, you know, I, 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 I don't, I, I don't have like a James Bond life. I, um, a lot of times when people ask me, uh, how are you doing? I don't necessarily feel pressured to say anything. I really never feel pressured to say anything, but um, I, I never know what they're looking for exactly. Uh, I'm, I'm a pretty simple guy. I uh, kind of do similar things every day. Like I said, I'm not really the James Bond type, so it's not like I'm, you know, oh, how are you doing? I Well, you know, yesterday I jumped out of a plane. Uh, today I'm with some random hot dame. Um, we're going across the country tomorrow on a motorcycle. She'll probably get... Uh, taken out by some enemy I've got, uh, and then uh, I got—I had to get right back to get uh, to the podcast. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, same old, same old, just hanging out. I uh, had a good weekend, nice and relaxing, and uh, the week's been going fine so far. So, uh, yeah, here we are at Election Day um, with our guest, Bob, um, as you said, election uh, strategist. So, reminds me of that... Uh, Saturday Night Live skit with uh, Will Ferrell when he played uh, George W. Bush, uh, strategery. I still use that word. I think that's funny. So, anyway. Yeah, cool, Brock. Yeah, same here. I'm, I don't live a James Bond life. Um, pretty simple. I often like to refer to my life as kind of boring, which is fine. It's not an insult to anybody that's in my life. Uh, simple and boring's okay with me. It's, you know, it's uh, reliable. It's... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have fun, and uh, I just do what I do, and that's that. No motorcycles, no jumping out of planes, and uh, I'm okay with that. So anyway, let's get to our guest. So Bob, um, producer said that you're an election strategist. You, I'm assuming, have some experience uh, with elections, the election process, things like that. We're not going to get into the politics here. Just talking about election strategies. So uh, Bob, why don't you tell, um, tell us and the listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, yeah, I, uh, I was brought I was brought here to do some uh, some election strategy, talk to you guys about that stuff, and 
see what you guys think here on the field switch. I appreciate coming on here and and uh, I plan on sharing some things with you guys. So uh, uh, my name's Bob and uh, I got a lot of election strategies that I like to share. Uh, they're pretty simple. Um, I have a long history of helping people with their election strategies and uh, I feel like I do a pretty good job. People seem pretty happy uh, for the most part with uh, what I try to do for them. So uh, uh, I, 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 I mean, I, you know, I tell people this would be a good idea or that would be a good idea or, uh, you know, stuff like that. So, uh, uh, Bob, so maybe, maybe an idea. Um, how many years would you say you've been, uh, doing election strategy for people or strategizing, uh, elections for people? Uh, geez, uh, geez, so please, matter of fact, uh, I want to say I've been doing it for years. Uh, I mean, if I were to think about it in months, that'd probably be too many months. I would say I've been doing it for years, probably. Uh, If you had to, if, if you were to say, well, how many years? Oh, geez, I'd probably have to go back and look at my records, I guess, to figure out what kind of information you might want from that. Uh, but on the elections, I'm typically real detail-oriented. So, um, Bob, you say you're detail-oriented. Um, so you've been, Okay, so you've been doing it for years. You're not sure how many years. That's okay. Sometimes when people are doing uh, something and they... Uh, are really into it or um uh, been doing it for a while they you know the time kind of flies so uh um no problem there you know what what kind of strategies just walk us through like uh, a couple strategies that you might use when you're talking to somebody that's trying to get elected for some type of office uh well what i usually lead with i suppose is uh I, I I usually talk to the candidate. That's what they call people that are running for some kind of office in elections. You guys, I, I figure you guys, listeners probably know that they call them candidates. Some people pronounce it candidates. Uh, I don't do that because it makes it sound like they're like a fruit at the end of that like date uh, or that you're going to go on a date with them. So I just say candidate. Uh, that's fine with me. I don't mind that one bit at all. And uh, I usually lead, if I'm talking to a, a candidate, I usually lead by saying, well, I got myself elected one time, and they'll say, well, uh, what did you get elected doing? And uh, I tell them, well, I ran for student council in high school, and uh, it was almost a unanimous vote. Uh People really liked me. I had a pretty good platform, which is, uh, I don't know if you guys know what platform means when it comes to elections, but platform is basically uh, why people are running, what they plan to do, and how they're going to go about doing it. And so I'll usually tell people, well, I ran on a real simple platform in high school, and I think it paid off. 
And one thing that's kind of tricky about platforms is, for the most part, uh, society has been kind of trained uh, just to listen to your platform, but not really expect you to follow through with your platform. And I learned that at a real young age. So when I was in high school and I ran for student council, I ran for president, I figured go big or go home. And uh, so I ran for president. I got it. My whole platform was... If you guys elect me, I promise you just a couple things. Uh, I promise you guys that what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure. I, I said, you guys like tater tots? And the whole gymnasium said, yeah, we like tater tots. They said it real loud, but I'm not going to yell it uh, with the passion to the degree of passion they yelled it. But um, they confirmed that they, too, uh, appreciated the value and beauty of tater tots. And... So I said, well, right now, if math serves me correctly, we're getting tater tots about twice uh, every half school year. So from the time we start school until uh, winter break, we get tater tots twice. And then after we come back from winter break until we're done for the summer, we get tater tots two more times. And I said, what's two plus two? And they all said, four. And I said, that's right. I said, how would you like tater tots more than four times a year? And they said, that'd be good. And my opponent was flabbergasted. He went up and all he was going to promise him was, I forget what he said. Oh, he was going to have a DJ at prom. And I just kind of snickered. I was like, that's all you got? He said, that's all I got. I said, make way for Bob because we're about to bring in some tater tots up in this. I don't know if I use those exact words, but that was the sentiment. And, uh, so anyway, I won pretty much unanimously, uh, my opponent, I believe, had three votes, which I ended up narrowing down to him, uh, the principal, and, uh, a geometry teacher. She didn't like me too much, and that's all right. But, uh, anyway, everybody else voted for me. You know, thinking about it now, I don't even know how the principal and geometry teacher, uh, teacher voted because I don't think they's allowed to. I think he's only students. So I'm going to rescind my former statement and say I only lost by one. And I'd actually like a recount on that if we can go back. You think that's possible? Uh, I, I, I don't, I, I doubt anybody's going to go back and recount a high. Anyway, that's fine. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so. Uh, so I really, I, I, so I give, I give, uh, the candidates I'm working for this tater tot story. And I'll tell you right now, if I had, if I had to figure out some kind of estimate or fraction, I would say six times out of 10, people are like, that's amazing. And then the other four out of 10, they just don't get my vision, which is fine because I'm not, I'm not there to uh, please anybody. Uh, I'm there to get people elected. And so I'll tell people my tater tot story, and they're real inspired. And uh, I, I mean, I also told them that I had polio when I was in high school and ran for that, but that wasn't true neither. I didn't have no polio, but I throw that in there just to show them I could overcome. Um, and uh, But they'll, they'll be real inspired and impressed by that, and then we just start moving forward. We just move forward like a like a freight train on a twiddle stick. So you give them the tater tot story and then um, they get really excited to get amped up, which I got to be honest, it is a little bit expiring, uh, not expiring, uh, inspiring that you uh, 
you know, that you did that, that you brought. Uh, let me ask you something, too. You said you were going to get more tater tots. You got it four times a school year. How many How many more times did you uh, did you get tater tots into the uh, high school after you got elected then, uh, Bob? Oh, uh, oh gosh, I, you know, I hate to, I, I hate to be the, uh, bear of bad news, but, uh, that was a whole bucket of hogwash, uh, I knew I wasn't gonna get any more tater tots, cause I'd actually been asking for about three years from the lunch ladies, I said, is there any way we can get tater tots more than four times a year, and the, uh, lunch ladies are like, no, and I remember asking the one head lunch lady, I said, is that a hard and fast no, she said, that's a hard and fast no, Bob, so I knew there was no real chance of me, uh, me uh, coming through on that promise. But I just really wanted to be uh, uh, student council president, uh, which happened. So that was one of the goals I had in my life. I accomplished it. I checked it off and uh, moved on from there. So you 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 made the you made just a basic promise of getting them tater tots more than four times a year, knowing that that wasn't a thing. Also, I, I don't think, I, I remember, and Brock, back me up if this was your experience. I remember in high school, um, I think uh, the person who ran for president for our student council promised, promised something with like the food or the menu too. And I even remember thinking in high school that that was kind of crap because I, I didn't think that we had anything, we, that we can't control any of that. I'm on, I'm nearly positive. Yeah, yeah, I had a... I had a guy that ran for class president that promised something with food. It was, um, oh, he was going to get us frosted cookies uh, every other Friday for lunch, which would have been amazing. I love frosted cookies. It would have been uh, would have been awesome. Uh, but I, I kind of felt the same as you felt. Like I thought it was, you know, uh, crap. I didn't think he could do that. Um, and I actually I didn't vote for him because he was uh, a cover of kids' ears if they're listening. But he was kind of a douche. So, uh I didn't vote for him anyway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I don't remember if I voted for that. I don't think I did vote for that guy. I think I, no, I know I didn't. I, I, yeah. Memory serves me correctly. I know I didn't. Um, maybe uh, much for the same reason you listed Brock and, and really actually the second reason you listed, not, not about the food being crap, but the other thing, uh, was the main reason I didn't vote for that guy. Um, so I voted emotionally, in high school. And um, I will admit to that in high school, I voted with my emotions. Um, <clears throat> so Bob, uh, the tater tot thing didn't work out, but the election did for you. So what kind of, what, what kind of platforms uh, do you often recommend to the uh, candidates that, that, that you're working with during elections? Oh, I got a whole host of them, Phil. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs> I can't tell you how many, uh, platforms i've given people uh but let's see i remember one one i remember real good was a guy was running for uh oh what well i don't remember what office he's running for i've worked with so many um he was running for um something or other and i said well it's real easy and he said what do you what do you suggest i do i say i tell everybody that uh when they vote for you uh ask them first of all start start by asking them say um, do you guys like Back to the Future? And everybody's going to say yes. You're going to get them on your side. That's what I do with the tater tot thing. You got to get them all on your side first. You want to you want to get the people to say yes. Okay, so get them to say yes. And uh, I said, ask if everybody likes uh, Back to the Future. And he said, all right. And he said, what's the follow-up question? I said, then ask them, remember them, um, 
Back to the Future 2 when he had that hoverboard. And then everybody's going to say, yeah. And he said, Art Hover. And then you're going to say, Art Hoverboard's cool. And they're going to say, yeah. He's like, and then you're going to say, how would you like a hoverboard if I get elected? And then you might be quiet or people might get really into it. Now, if it's quiet, you're going to follow up with, if I get elected, I promise we're going to start technology to get these hoverboards like you saw in Back to the Future. And everybody should be right back with you. Then people will be excited. It'll be ecstatic. It'll be electric. Uh, you'll feel chills going up your thighs into your buttock. And so the guy said, all right, I'm going to do all that. And he did it. And it actually worked. Uh, as far as that speech went, people were all over and people just kept, they were getting all kinds of excited. Uh, I felt the electricity go uh, approximately from uh, the heels of my feet up to my butt cheeks into my sciatica nerve and uh, probably up to, uh, I think it's L4. Uh, and it was real exciting. Uh, and that, 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 that was really, really good uh, speech he gave. So that was really good. And that speech turned out really well. So the speech went really. So did he? Did he end up? Uh, did he end up winning office? No, no, no. Uh, yeah, he lost pretty bad. He lost. Uh, I think he got. If percentages serve me correctly in my head, what I'm remembering, I want to say he got five percent of the vote. Yeah, uh, his major error which he blamed on me, but he started the next speech. He started talking about the microwave they had in Back to the Future, how it made that uh, tiny pizza into like this huge regular-sized pizza, and he promised people that, and I told him, well, that's that's a bit unrealistic. Uh, I mean, that, that technology is just completely made up. Uh, hoverboard is probably within reach, uh, but a microwave making a tiny pizza, a big pizza, uh, that's just beyond belief. Uh, even the layman, uh, if you guys don't know what layman means, it just means like breaking things down uh, for simpler uh, people. Uh, but the layman even knows that you can't uh, make a small pizza big. Uh, it's not like you had water them dinosaurs. Uh, you guys might have had because you guys remember them dinosaurs. Uh, you'd get them, and they'd be real small, and you'd put them in water, and then they'd get big. And then about a week later, your mom would throw them out. Yeah, I had a few of those actually. Yeah, and uh, they 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 all met the same fate, just like you said. They uh, put them in a glass of water. They got big, and uh, a week later, my mom threw them out. And I, to be honest, I was done with them. They weren't and once it, once they once they grew, they weren't that exciting. When you realize they weren't actually a dinosaur, they were just uh, foam or whatever uh, it was they sold that with. But okay, so that candidate tries to sell people on um, hoverboards. Does awesome. Tries to sell them on a microwave that makes the small pizza big. That's that's where he aired, um, obviously. So so Bob, what other strategies uh, did you give? Uh, maybe maybe one more strategy or so that you gave um, another candidate. Oh, these guys are really putting me on a spot here. I didn't expect all these questions. Uh, well, I told one guy, and this one. I've kind of gone back in my head and, and, and tried to reprocess it. Uh, I told one guy, I said, well, just, okay, so when you start your speech, go out there and say, uh, hey, do you do you guys like brushing your teeth? And everybody's going to say no. And, and uh, 
And he's going to say, oh, and then I, after that, you're, you follow up with, okay, well, if I get elected, I'll make sure that we find technology so you won't have to brush your teeth no more. And people are going to go crazy. Uh, that one didn't go great. Uh, as it turns out, people actually kind of like brushing their teeth. I guess it's calming. Uh, it actually, it, it actually is kind of proven to help your, uh, dental hygiene stay in check. And people just didn't buy that. He went out and he tried that and, um, he actually didn't get a vote. Uh, when I talked to him later about that, he asked me who I voted for and I said, well, um, it's interesting you ask that, and uh, I changed the topic, but then I came back later, and I said, well, who did you vote for? He said, I voted for the other guy, and I said, who did your wife vote for? And he said, well, she didn't, because she didn't want to hurt my feelings. I thought, well, that's a respectable lady, and um, I asked him who his kid voted for, and as as uh, Destiny would have it, his kid voted for, uh, uh, actually wrote in their family dog, so... Uh, that, that one didn't go well. I'm not really sure why I shared that one. Uh, I was trying to think of a success story and, uh, I was, it was just scrambled in my head and that one came out. And then as I started telling a story, I realized quickly this was not a success story, uh, as far as, uh, my keen election strategy. But, uh... Uh, I'm trying to think of something. So, uh, Bob, let me ask you this. Um, hey, you, you got yourself elected, so that's that's good uh, for student council president. Have any of your candidates seen success um, using your election uh, strategies? Uh, well, success is kind of a loaded word. I mean, it's, um, um, I mean, I I think you're kind of putting me on the spot here. And I, I mean, when you say success, I'm trying to figure out, like, did they feel successful? Like, did they feel like they had accomplished a goal? Well, they ran for office, and a lot of people won't even do that. Um, so they did that. They ran for office. Now, if you're talking it like, so I kind of look at it like the lottery. If you go and buy the ticket, that's that's somewhat successful buying the ticket. You might not win. But you did buy the ticket, and you, you, you know you you played you played the game, and uh, so if you mean it in that way, I feel like every candidate I worked with was a success to the highest degree. Well, I think I think maybe what Brock was referring to was more of um, were they actually elected to office. Oh, so you're talking about like a successful campaign. Uh, no, I haven't. I, I never reached that height uh, 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 so far in my career, but uh, I keep working on it. You know, like the kids say now, uh, I just keep grinding and uh, 
uh, you do you. I don't, I don't think the kids say you do you in that. Anyway. Um, okay. So Bob, I appreciate you coming on the fill switch today to share some election strategies. I think that, uh, your election strategy with the tater tots was, if you don't mind me saying, Bob was by far the strongest, um, really yielded the most positive results, most success. Uh, so you do have that, uh, to put in your cap and that's, that's good. So Bob, thank you very much for coming on. Um, we look forward to the future seeing, um, seeing you get somebody elected to office, uh, with one of these strategies. And we would love for you to come back on the fill switch. Um, when, when you have a successful election strategy, not that we only take like winners here. Um, but yeah, that, that might be a good story to tell, like what election strategy you use, what worked out. So yeah, that would be, uh, that would actually be really good. I mean, I got, gosh, I got a whole notebook full. Uh, I used to keep things in a binder, but I don't like how the binder tears the, uh, the three, yeah, the three holes and then you're gluing them back to, or taping them back together. You got to buy them, uh, dots, uh, to put on them. So I just keep mine in a spiral notebook, but I got, so I got a whole binder full of election ideas. I've scratched some of them off now, uh, cause I used them. And then I got a whole notebook plum full of ideas that I haven't even begun to scratch the surface on with the right candidates. Uh, so I'm looking forward to my future. I'm looking forward to getting somebody into some kind of office. I actually worked with the school board member, uh, uh, last election cycle. Uh, he almost won. Dagnab, he had, uh, what he have? 25. He had 25% of the vote. Uh, so he was right there. I mean, he was on the cusp. So, uh, I'm just going to build off that. And, uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. Um, if any of your listeners are needing some, uh, an election strategist in their, uh, uh, in their campaign, come this next election obviously this election's already at its at its end and that's right when you want to start the next one uh because people haven't heard enough about the election so they want this election to end and then start talking about the next one right away uh so have them uh if you could have them reach out to me and uh i got a couple ideas scratching around in there yeah absolutely we'll uh we will we will forward their information to you, Bob. Absolutely. So thanks for thanks for coming on. And uh, Phil, uh, as usual, uh, Phil, why don't you take us out? All right. Well, guys, as always, guys, gals, everyone listening, as always, thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to check out my other podcast, the First and Fifteenth, which I co-host with uh, Cap over at Caplowitz Media. You can also check out some of uh, Cap's writing over there. Really good stuff. If you would like to reach out to us and contact us here at the Phil Switch, you can do that by emailing us at thephilswitch at gmail.com. Again, that's thephilswitch at gmail.com. Everyone, we wish you all a great week, and we will see you soon here at the Phil Switch.